welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. I'm Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti's alongside me here at the Sandia Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino. Uh, 52 big screen TVs, plenty of seating for everybody that wants to come out and watch the NFC matchup tonight between Washington and Philadelphia. But we're going to talk some football, some college football, some Lobo college football as we do Every week at about 425 with our coach, David Williams. David Williams joins us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. Uh, coach, hate to say it, but it's starting to, to sound like a, a broken record here each and every week, huh? Yeah, it is discouraging, and you're right, Joe. Uh, you know, you want to be honest about the situation, uh, but it is tough to talk about Lobo football. Yeah, okay, so let me ask you this. You're always an optimist. Uh, an optimist. Um, you're watching this game. By the way, national television, great opportunity uh, for the exposure of the program. Uh, Lobo's only down 14 nothing at the half, Coach Williams. Uh, did you have any reason for optimism uh, for uh, the second half, only down two touchdowns? Well, I certainly thought we were very fortunate to just be down two scores. Okay. And uh, Air Force had already set the tone that they were interested in. That was get the ball, keep the ball, uh, churn out as much as they could on the ground and certainly not interested in trying to worry about their pass game. No, and um, the Air Force ground game uh, always starts with the dive play, right? I mean, uh, you know, in years that the Lobos have done well against Air Force's running game, and they have quite a few times. I mean, I was, you know, sometimes, you know, the Air Force struggles against New Mexico more than they do against a lot of teams, or I should say struggles against the type of defense that the Lobos do run. Not the case on Saturday because that dive play was their bread and butter and everything kind of flowed from there, Coach Williams. Well, and it's a it's a uh, it's a real pain when you're trying to defend against a big, strong fullback whose only play is the a gap on each side of the center, and he's going to be in threatening in that dive hole. And pretty soon uh, after the the Lobos got the message, no one was interested in tackling number twenty, and <clears throat> we certainly couldn't come up with a solution for him. Number 20, Brad Roberts there, um, yeah. 29 carries, uh, 163 yards. Uh, and um, then, you know, when the the danger of having to, to deal with him um, is in the mix, then you got uh, a quarterback who, man, I was impressed with his wheels on that one long, uh, one of his long touchdown runs, or at least I know he had one. Uh, you know, Daniel's there. That That's why Air Force is so tough. And and the thing going into a game, maybe the uh, the fan would look at the uh, prediction of the game or look at, the, at who the opponent was and say, well, it's triple option, and we know what they're going to line up in every time, and it's dive, and it's option, and it's pitch. And But Air Force has done this for so long. They have so many variations in their look, in their blocking schemes, in their approach to the game, and they give you motion and misdirection. And if you're already having trouble with the base plays and they start adding those things in, and those athletes are really uh, designed for that offense and they are well-groomed and, uh, and precise in their efforts, and it was an absolute clinic in how to run the Falcon offense. 
Yeah, you you kind of educated me on that over the years, and here you have a team that that only um, put the ball up two times the entire yep. game, able uh, to score thirty five points. So it does happen, um, you know. And then conversely, of course, you know Lobo's eight first down. You know the 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 thing you look at is of course the the most important thing is the scoreboard, and the Lobos lost thirty five to seven. And then you know you try to dig deep into uh, into the numbers a little bit because it was a 60-minute affair, and you're looking to see, well, did the Lobos fail a couple of times inside the 20? You know, I mean, different things can make up, um, you know, a a game in which you score three points, but unfortunately, again, Coach, uh, Lobos eight total first downs and only had four going into the fourth quarter, and first downs are are like another thing you look at right behind scoreboard, and uh, man, it's uh, too many three and outs for New Mexico, Coach. Man, you, you know, you get yourself into watching a game and, and, uh, offense for the UNM gets a first down and you're pumping your fist and going, all right. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's no telling what we could do and celebrate with if we could get a couple in a row, but we have so much difficulty in establishing things offensively, whether it's run or pass. And, uh, we're just, we're, uh, you know, no pun intended. We are on the run. We cannot find the go-to play or personnel. Uh, you know, a week ago, Jones front runs for, what, 160 yards or something, and, and and this week, nothing. I mean, we're running for 22 yards, you know, 9 yards, 28 yards. That, that's, that's our bevy of backs, and uh, it just doesn't work out. Talking to our coach David Williams here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017, the team, and, you know, coach, we're talking about how you got to get the base stuff down before you start to get into some of the extra plays. But there was a moment, I believe it was the the first or second drive of the game, it might have even been both, where the Lobos get it to fourth and short. And granted, they're still on their side of the field, but knowing the way that Air Force is going to run down the clock is going to wear down the defense, does it get to a point in the season, kind of like now, where... Rather, you know, there's the benefit of flipping the field. You have a very good punter, but does it get to a point where maybe you try going for it on fourth and short? If you know, because you know that you have a solid run game as well, just to try to make something happen and get some life into that offense. Well, you know, it's a nice thought. The problem is that it would have to be something that um, you know you'd established. You knew what play you wanted to go with. You knew what was the best yardage you could get. But you also have to consider what's the point of the game, what is the, uh, I don't mean what is the value of the game, I mean at what point are you in the score and can you, can you get something that's really going to be beneficial and rewarding. You worry all the time about field possession, and you don't want to give up something on a short and get nothing play and then just turn it right back over to a team that's going to stomp down the field. And, you know, I know what you're saying. Let's let's forget the punt game and let's just go for it. Let's do something different. We're getting beat anyway, but oof, that's a that's a throwing in the towel effort that I don't think anybody wants. Well, is is the concern that it just spirals even more than it already has the potential to at times? And, and yes, and you know, New Mexico's a, a team that that um, doesn't need any more. We didn't make it. Of course, we didn't make it. We never make it. We don't need any more of that. And we need. Okay, that's a good decision. Let's punt it. Let's go down. Let's play defense. Let's try to get a turnover. We have more chance of that than than continuing on this drive. 
Justin Holiday ends up 10 to 21, uh, buck 28, no touchdowns. And, and we've heard uh, week after week now from Coach Danny Gonzalez that, you know, among a lot of the things that they're trying to get better at at offense, still not nearly enough separation from wide receivers. Are you seeing any, even if it's marginal, Coach, are you seeing any week over week improvement there with, the, with uh, getting those opportunities for the receivers? Well, certainly what I think is improving is the attention to a short, accurate pass. Get it to a receiver. Let him do more of the work. Every, you know, the 60-yard pass play doesn't have to be 60 yards. It could be 10 yards, and the receiver take it 50. So you've got to get in your mind, you know, what's the result going to be? What's our best chance and highest percentage for a reception? Let's work that pass. Now, if it's third and 12, then we've got to run a route that's going to get us 12 yards. But um, I, I do see some positives about the short passing game. Again, we're talking to our coach David Williams here on Team Talk, talking about Lobo football, Air Force uh, winning this one handily 35-3 to on uh, on Saturday at the Air Force Academy. So now uh, coming back home, it is a short week uh, with the game on Friday night, but you are coming back home here, Coach. So, I mean, it... it I do think there is some some interest just in the question of where do we go from here because it's not not even just a big picture for the season, but you're back at home. Any value that you can try to gain from that uh, being back home this week against San Diego State? No question. Anything that could be positive, anything that would be putting points on the board, anything that would be a sustained drive, a big play, anything to get excited about. You know, I, an interception, you take it back for a score, you block a punt, you take it in, but anything that would result in excitement, that's what we need. Coach, we're going to be having the 6A semifinal game, Volcano Vista against Cleveland from Community Stadium on Friday. We're going to miss you not being there. Wanted to ask you this, though, game that I watched online, Volcano Vista at Hobbs. Talk about that game and what a big win it was for the Hawks. Well, you know, uh, Coach Wallen and the Hawks, over the course of his career there, and he's been the only coach that Volcano Vista has ever had. And they have improved. They are better. They are more physical. They have changed the offense. They do things, you know, to keep up with the times. He's got a quarterback that can make something out of nothing, and they play pretty good, solid, aggressive defense. They're willing to get in a scoring match. And I think Volcanoes win. Uh, it took them down to the last minute to get it done. But beating a fourth seed Hobbs in Hobbs uh, is really big. The Hawks are not afraid to play Cleveland. They're not afraid to play someone in that district. They know what to expect. And, uh, you know, Cleveland has lots of weapons. But I think the Volcano win is really impressive, really really says something for their, their program. Well, Volcano had some turnovers in the game against Cleveland. They have to shore those up. But at the same time, you know, Cleveland with their multiple sets and their high-powered offense, they're going to present a challenge. But what I saw out of Volcano Vista, like you said, Coach, they're not afraid. They play strong. And they also came up with some big defensive stops and came up with some major offensive plays. And they know how to move the ball around, as does Cleveland. Well, the biggest thing, uh, um, my opinion, for uh, Volcano is don't get ripped in the first quarter. Don't let all those 
all that motion, all those fast receivers, all those potential big play guys, don't let them explode. You know, if you want to upset somebody, and for Volcano to do that, that that win would be an upset, your kids have to find out they can compete. They've got to be on the field. You don't need all these motiv- motivational speeches. you got to get kids on the field that know, I can cover that kid. I can stop that fullback. I can defeat that end on the double team. And once they do, and it, and, and you've prevented it from being 21 to nothing in the first quarter, then Volcano's going to settle in, and they're going to play as well as they can play. It's just that initial you know, adrenaline match that goes on in the first quarter against a good Cleveland team that is tremendously confident. No doubt about it. We're looking forward to having that game again uh, Friday night. One of your uh, old players, Rod uh, Williams, former uh, head coach at Cibola, will be joining Scott on the broadcast in your absence, Coach. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Chad Wallen. Um, yeah, nothing uh, but high praise on Cleveland and, you know, the coming off the year where they lose uh, their head coach, Heath Ride now, who's the offensive yep. coordinator now uh, for the, um, you know, for the Lobos. But uh, Rod Robert Garza, who has been a part of that program for a bunch of those um, state championships, or at least a couple of them, I would guess. Uh, it's a difference, though, you know, having, you know, uh, you know, coaching in your, your first state championship situation. I know it's the semifinals. Uh, talk about that, because uh, on the other side, Chad Wallen uh, has been around a while as a head coach himself. That'll be interesting to keep an eye on, Coach. Well, Coach, coach Garza is really... Um under control, poised type coach. He's not an yeah. emotional nut, and um, he, he he knows. As you mentioned, he's been there. And, and the important thing for that is the kids know that the routine that it will be going on during the semifinal week. The playoffs are always different. There's always more attention, and he'll know how to handle his kids, um, how to how to uh, keep all that emotion and excitement under control. Keep everybody focused on their responsibilities, they're at home, there's a lot of things that lead uh, to his success, and you know, he's been a head coach now for 11 games, 12 games, Uh, he's learned to make decisions, he's learned how to fend off problems, and so he's, he's excited, he's nervous, but he's ready to go. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next Monday. Lobos have San Diego State on Friday night. 7.45 is the time they have listed. Um, the good news is there's only going to be five-mile-an-hour winds at that time. I just checked. Uh, the bad news, it should be about 35 degrees at kickoff. One way or the other, we'll talk to you next Monday. Uh, Coach Williams, thank you so much for joining us here on uh, ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Joining us as he does every week on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. We're here live at the Sandia Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino. Again, um, the the menu has just about everything for you um, from great appetizers um, to a steak to great burgers, uh, all kinds of good things desserts and don't forget uh, 20 uh, beers on tap a bunch of local beers on tap out here at sandia sports bar and then they've got your favorite mixed drink as well and there's 52 tvs what more could you ask for all right this team talk when we come back we'll do the red and green report and uh, talk much more nfl remember zach gentry of the pittsburgh steelers is going to join us at 505 team talk espn radio 1017 the team